Is Envy sleeping with one of the producers? Not Envy, I'm sorry. Abby, Envy deserves Abby. What is going on with this Abby? Oh, you know what? You say Abby, oh my God, because you're like, oh my God, really? Again? Drag Race Holland. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race recap show for Drag Race Holland, season one, episode seven, titled uh, Family Values, I think is what it's called, right? Uh, I am, I could, I might have made that up. If it's not what it's titled, that's what I'm calling it. Uh, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined as of recently from a, <laughs> our very own Dutch drag queen. I'm going to try and do the name. I haven't, I, I'm zero. For two on this, Hilka Friesendorp, everybody. Yes, that's right. Oh wait, did, did I get the L right? Was it still too much? Yeah, L? yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect. One out of three. Well done. All right, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, well, Hilka, thank you so much. For, and I think I'm overcorrecting. I'm just gonna not think about it. And I'm gonna, <laughs> just don't uh, worry about it. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'm American. We don't do things correctly. Not even choose our presidents. Is everybody, by the way, in England and Holland, is everyone nervous about this election? So I am, I can't speak for normal people because I am completely obsessed with the election. I've been, I've been like following it all since like summer 2019. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not too worried about the presidential one. I'm just, I'm thinking the Senate is going to be a lot closer. So I'm just hoping that goes right. I this is not an election show, but I should probably should I probably should put together an election show. But um, I am not worried about the. Well, I mean, obviously, Hillary taught me to be worried, but I'm not as worried about the outcome. What I'm really worried about is the after. You know, like what does that look like? Is is he? You know, what's funny is I think it may not be as bad as people think. I think you know. He, when Trump thought, because Trump thought he was going to lose in 2016, he also thought he was going to lose, right? He was surprised as anybody that he won. And he was already laying the groundwork for his own news network, you know? And if anything, the past four years have given even more support for a Trump-led news network, right? TNN, if you'll call it, right? And I think he would be really, because he'll make him a ton of money. And he will, he'll make a ton of money. Because there's enough dummies who will watch this horrible news network, right? And give him a lot of money. And I think he just wants to do that. So my theory, like, for instance, Lori is afraid that he's going to say I'm president for life. No. I think he will be, like, let's say they go, he loses on November 3rd. November 4th, he's quitting. He's getting the fuck out of there. That's my theory. That, like, he's like, uh, this is rigged. I, this is a rig thing. I'm not going to stick around for this. I'm resigning. Why yeah, I think if around? he says I'm president for life, that's that's fine. He can say that. Yeah, he can um, say whatever he wants from wherever he sat. But it will be the White House from January onwards. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but that this is not the political show. This is Drag Race Hall. We talk about pretty things like tulips and wooden shoes. Do you know anyone that wears <laughs> just to, just to dispel this? Okay. Yeah. Do you know anyone who wears wooden shoes? I used to see my dad wear wooden shoes when he was like working in the garden. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's like a real, yeah, it's an actual real thing. People do have wooden shoes. Um, 
Not a lot. I think a lot of people now have like sort of plastic shoes, sort of like Crocs. Uh-huh. People would count almost as like wooden shoes. But I would assume because you know, like I'm Mexican, but no one walks around like dressed like a mariachi. I just would assume yeah. it was like this like weird antiquated thing of the way things used to be. I imagine also wooden shoes would hurt. It's fine if you have just just like thick socks. But there's no I like think- cushion. There's no. It's just hard going against your foot. Yeah, I guess it's, but like, that's the same just if you walk on the floor, isn't it? Like, that's I suppose, hard too. Yeah. Uh, are there Dutch drag queens who wear wooden shoes as part of their look? Not that I'm aware of. I don't think so. I, you would have to do something like pretty with it, with adding a heel or something. I, I only, I've only seen my dad wear this like a couple of times. Mm-hmm. It's not like people are actually just like going out into town yeah. in their, in their wooden shoes. Absolutely not. It's, it's more of a practical thing. Oh, quickly slip into these to go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something that farmers used to do, like, Oh, check on the cows quickly. And I don't have to like tie my shoelaces, just slide think, into my wooden shoes. You mentioned this, but do you think Crocs have maybe killed the wooden shoe business? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because now you can just put on your wooden, like your Crocs and wash them. And they're, by the way, Crocs have now made a comeback here fashion wise. But before I have Crocs that I just, they, I never walk out of the house with them. Like I don't go to the supermarket in the Crocs. I just wear them around the house. They're fantastic, especially for gardening. You can just wash them. Yeah. They are the best. And by the way, I don't know why people complain about them. They used to because now they're super cute. Okay. There's some super cute okay. ones. And now I do actually wear outside of the house, but I don't wear them. What's funny, I don't wear them in the house. I'm like, oh, they're too cute to wear around the house. You know, I'm not going to go gardening in these cute ones, you know? What's the change about it? What makes, what makes them cute now? I think we just changed. I think what happened, this is what I think happened. Crocs have been around forever, but they were only uh, worn by, because there's, there is a weird thing, even when they were not fashionable, is that they were very cute on really old people and very young people. It was just that middle when you should be more fashion conscious that they were not cute on. And I feel that those young people grew up and then they're like, like Justin Bieber now has his own line of Crocs or something. And they're like, he just came out with a Croc line, but they're like, wait, these are still cute. And so now everyone who grew up with them now thinks they're still cute. Thank you. Yeah. That's my, yeah, I can, I can see that. (laughs) We all know I'm a fashion maven and I can talk about it. Now, before we get into this, Hilka, we need to talk here. Last we met up, last we spoke. You had a drag yeah. show the next day and you were going to try this new thing where to a song by um, Aretha Franklin, you were going to do the backup. Yes. Give us, a, did people show up to this event? Yes, it was sold out. It was Ooh. like 50 people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was brilliant. Okay. And then part two is how did that number go over? It went well. It went well. I think people at first were really confused. Like, oh, why is she not lip syncing? Why is she not lip syncing? Uh-huh. But then so slowly you could see it like people realizing what was going on and yeah. people start like giggling and laughing and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of like moments where like the backings are really, really dramatic and then it goes back to like nothing. Mm-hmm. That's a really like good like point for like a punch, almost a punchline, sort of a physical punchline where like yeah. first I've been like lip syncing really dramatically and then yeah. I go back to just snapping my fingers. What really was the song you did again? Fashion. I say a little prayer. Now, don't you think, I want to play another Aretha Franklin song. Cause I was thinking about this. It has much more prominent. Let's, let's, let's play this one. Let's see if we can do the, the, the background okay. here. Let me see. Here. 
There's a lot more background singers in this, but maybe not. Hold on. Maybe. There you go. You It also comes in right away. Or do you want that a little bit of a, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, I like the confusion. I like people to be like, what, what's, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. I am a big fan of background singers and often will memorize the background vocals of other songs. Unfortunately, the ones that I do are men. Like, I mm-hmm. love doing the background vocals of um, uh, All I Want for Christmas. But those are guys. They're which sounds like gay men, okay. Uh huh. And uh, I also love the background vocals to "Midnight Train to Georgia." Yeah. Uh, but those are men. But you should uh, do a drag king number, totally. Oh, I would love to be. I. You know what's so funny? You say that Hilka is. I have no interest in female drag. I just don't. I'm not. I, I do a show about. It. I obviously don't yep. judge, but I. But Animal Crossing. The game has taught me that I have a thing for male drag, you know, like almost like ballroom style. Cause like, I love dressing up my little guy as like a pilot or like, um, a baseball player. I love male drag. Get and into I, it. Why not? I might become a drag king. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. A bio drag king. What would be the appropriate? Because See, the problem with saying bio queen, I know this, is because then it neglects the trans women who are drag queens, wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah. Well, there is obviously, you. just the whole word bio is a bit dodgy because yeah. biology isn't just, obviously, the genitals that you have. It's also yeah. other things. And there are biological factors that can make someone trans as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so the bio, I guess, could also include trans queens. Does that, that make but, sense? Yeah, but that's why I want to know what is the correct term to cover. I've, I've often been asked that, like, because I think, for instance, like, with do you have a term for women who do drag? Drag queens. Well, like, it depends on like what drag they do. Obviously, if they do like drag queen drag, I just call them drag queens. Oh yeah, there you go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I don't think it's super relevant. Like what. What people's like gender backgrounds are, if yeah. that makes sense. Always teaching, always teaching. Um, <laughs> okay, let's get into the episode. Now, I was telling Hilka that I've been so busy that I have not had time to write the script. I had uh, two episodes, two podcasts this morning, and blah, blah, blah. I was lucky I got to watch the episode. I did watch it twice, though. And uh, I'm going to try and, you know, that they're like this week, bubbity, blue, bubbity, blue. I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and, um, wing it based on my notes okay uh i think we should start with the mini challenge all right um this week the girls come back for a save the date mini challenge with a guy from the bachelorette who was clearly straight that was a very bizarre it was a bizarre mini i'm ready recapping it was a bizarre mini challenge yeah. the girls come back for a bizarre, bizarre. mini challenge involving a straight guy who wants to leave and they have to make him stay really strange uh for the maxi challenge it's the family makeover challenge we've seen this before right yes. uh janie's janie jk's dad is dead mama queen's dad is alive <laughs> and shaves his beard uh envy peru's mom walked in heels and cooked abby omg's brother is straight but just as hot as abby and um, 
Chelsea boy, what they were going to say, you, you can tell from this episode, Chelsea boy was done. Like Rihanna Von Dorst, who now all of a sudden she's the biggest star of my world. She's like, she spends all this time. What order was it in? Hold on. I have it right here. They do. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the table visits. She spends all this time with Abby and her brother and spends yeah. all this time with uh, Emmy and Envy and her mom. But in between us, Chelsea is like, oh, this is your friend. Oh, how cool. You never walk. I never <laughs> Bye. It's like the shortest table visit of all time. We know nothing about this friend. Yeah. Zero. Absolutely nothing. Zero. We have no idea who this guy is. We have no idea who this guy is. They, the show just did not care. If you're watching this show, you're like, oh, Chelsea boys going home because they could not have cared less about her. Uh, on the main stage, the runway is the category is we are family. Uh, mama and her queen and her dad make everyone cry on the judges panel. But in the end, it's, uh, Janie Jacquet and Chelsea boy who go head to head in lip sync battle for their lives after all was sung and done. Uh, Janie Jacquet was told, Shantae, you stay, while Chelsea boy was told to sashay away. The freezing door, but please tell us two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Okay, so I think the first thing I liked about the episode was the entire episode. Oh, I you thought liked it was this actually, episode? I thought it was properly produced. It mm-hmm. felt The editing felt okay. Mm-hmm. Um, looks were great. Mm-hmm. The people they were making over were interesting. The whole mm-hmm. dad storyline was cute. I thought it was like a proper episode that I actually enjoyed, like, yeah, properly enjoyed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Without any of like the, the clear issues that a couple of the previous episodes had. Mm-hmm. Second thing that I really enjoyed was the lip sync. I can't believe we had a good lip sync. Yeah, it was a good lip sync. Quite a difficult song as well. Quite mid tempo. Like, how do you uh-huh. make that really work? But this yeah. Jane GK just really just, just like embodied it, had just, like such a fun time with it. Um, it was brilliant. I really liked it. Well, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that that was that was in terms of like things I liked. What I didn't like was this Chelsea boy. Yeah, I was already just even when the episode started, they were doing the recap of her doing this. Oh, show exotic. Right. I was like already annoyed. Exotic. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh god, I, I can't wait for her to leave, and then she did. So that was maybe that's a like. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad she left. Yeah. Um, what a bad actor, honestly. In this mini challenge, she's so cringy. Yeah. So amateurish like oh i'm just gonna do a lot and that's gonna be funny just uh-huh. because i'm gonna be really intense and it she was the just... one had the mustache yeah 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 okay yeah uh-huh. the mustache i liked it she i think her drag mother is someone called snorella vese which means um mustacherella okay toilet mm-hmm. basically i really like her she's gorgeous and she's got a massive mustache um but yeah no her acting was bad wasn't it it was hard to tell to be honest with you okay it was just, I don't know, I didn't like it. I, I thought her makeover was boring. I thought her makeup looked bad. Mm-hmm. And I thought her makeover partner was super boring. Too. Obviously, we didn't get to hear much, but I'm not sure this guy had anything else to say other than like, oh, yeah. Was he gay? Yes, 100%. Okay. So he yeah. was gay, and I think he was, but he was still having trouble coming to terms, or had had trouble coming to terms, I'm trying to get from the translation. Um, yeah, I think that... That's he was like normally a bit more masculine or something. Okay. He didn't come off very masculine. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why what he was so like holding back uh yeah. on. Um but yeah, he wasn't very interesting and they didn't look very I don't know. I wasn't into it. What's funny is I'm very curious. Chelsea Boy's from Holland, actually Dutch. Yeah. 
Because I think in a previous uh, episode, we saw that Chelsea Boy's parents were also very accepting of uh, her coming out as a drag queen and being a gay, like super, super supportive. And I don't know if she has any siblings or not. Oh, I think she does. She has a brother or something, right? Or sister. Yeah. I've never seen that. That even really got along with as well, I think. Yeah. So I'm surprised that they brought yeah. none of them back. But I think, again, maybe because they were new, they were going to send her home. Because it's easier to send someone home with their friend than it is to embarrass them in front of their mom or dad. You know? <laughs> Didn't they, That's never helped them back before. True. But I don't know. Maybe the Dutch are more sensitive to that. Which I have a lot to say <laughs> about that. I have a lot to say about that. Okay. Uh, but I want to actually... I want to talk about your likes and dislikes. So the first thing you like is you like this episode. I don't yep. have a problem with this episode. I've actually talked to people. What's funny is I've used what you said as a way to <laughs> sort of like not criticize the show, but because people said people have asked me, should I watch Drag Race Holland? And I think your answer is why I say they shouldn't. Because I say like. Honestly, it rhymes very well with the American one. There's no, there's not a lot of drama. There's not, um, it, it's not, uh, like something you're going to be like, oh my God, I have to, you know, watch this. It's like you've seen, we've seen all this before. The only thing they said that surprised me was they, we've never had a father on Drag Race history in the fight yeah. over. I didn't know that. That's very, very interesting. Um, but, uh, other than that, it just, feels like a lot of these episodes feel like an American drag race season, just in a different language, you know? Absolutely. And yeah. so uh, there's that. Uh, next. Uh, also, I hated this mini challenge. I hated it. Yeah. I think, yeah. In theory, in theory, it would have been a good minute. You see, I think in the American drag race, which I guess they have done a version of this, they would have had Jeffrey Boyer Chapman or something as the guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll ever be on drag race again. And, um, but uh, this time they had like a straight guy from. Do you know this guy from The Bachelorette? Is he rather famous? Oh, no yeah. idea who this is. Yeah. Well, you've lived in England for a number of years, so you probably just missed. I don't think anyone knows who this guy is. Oh, really? Did you see all the queens acting like, oh, wow, yeah. it's him? Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't even that cute. I could get it. No, like, ooh, disgusting. Okay, that's a bit harsh. Okay. But yeah, not my thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, kind of, he looked douchey. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't, but wasn't even, not even like, I could see what he was going for. You know what he looked like? He looked like, um, somebody who's really hot and has that look, but his like brother who doesn't look quite like him. Yeah. Like, trying to look like yeah, that exactly. famous person. Any, I don't know if that made any sense. Okay. The next thing you said was, what did you say? What was your next thing you liked? Oh, the lip sync. I thought the lip sync was oh, good. Oh, Okay. What I was going to say about that is I think it was good because Janie Jacquet, you can tell, is a big fan of not only just the English language, but of American culture. So she has this down. Like, I think Janie yeah. Jacquet could um, go to the United States and very quickly, A, lose a lot of her ex accent. But um, also... Uh, just get absorbed into the American drag culture very, very easily. It wouldn't be that weird. And and I think totally. that's why she was able to sort of capture the sort of, because there's nothing more American than Dolly Parton, the sort of Americanness of the feel of it, you know, totally. where I felt Chelsea was sort of playing the camp part of it. But there is an element, but I think Janie wisely chose to play it straight, so to speak. Yeah. You know what's so funny is 
Dutch mixes so well with other races. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you why I'm saying that. I, I was thinking about this when I was talking. I have a, a, a cousin who's Mexican, right? And on his other side of the family, not related to me, it's going to sound creepy if it is related to me. On his, I'm related to his dad, who's my uncle. Okay. My aunt, who I'm not related to, is aunt by marriage. Her sister, who is Mexican, like from Mexico, married a Dutch guy. Okay. And they have children who are probably 26 now, right? The son, who's half Mexican, half Dutch, so fucking hot. Like, insanely yeah. hot. Like, like crazy hot. Like, thank you. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to say that. I don't, I don't know if you've seen other Dutch people mix with, how are like the Dutch, I imagine there's a lot of, not a lot, but what, 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 like, are there a lot of like Brazilians? It seems like there are a lot of South Americans in Holland all of a sudden now. No, no, so like, I know, well, my brother is, is, um, I guess Colombian. Um, what do you mean your brother's Colombian? What do you mean? My, Aren't both my your brothers, parents? Are your parents divorced? Oh, so my dad's ex-partner mm-hmm. and him adopted. Wait, is your dad gay? My brother. Well, so my dad was married to someone who... Why are you being vague with gender? Okay, I'll tell you why. Okay. Because they I literally found this out literally like a year ago like this is crazy my dad suddenly told me because this person's not alive anymore okay um but my dad said like oh yeah this person used to always just tell me I'm not a woman I am not a woman and my dad just never thought anything of it wait 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 wait, wait, wait. hold on here for a second You're becoming the new Lori Roggenkamp. This is something Lori. Okay, wait. I want to get this straight because maybe there's a translation thing here. You're telling me, I just want to get this straight, that your dad was romantically involved with somebody who Mm -hmm. would tell him, FYI, I'm not a woman. And and I'm going to just ask a question here just to make sure. Up, Up until this point, your dad had only been romantically involved with women. So, okay. So this person was assigned female at birth. Yeah. And I think everyone thought of them as a woman. Okay. In fact, <laughs> it gets even crazier. Um, they told my dad on multiple occasions, oh, by the way, I'm a lesbian. I think I like women. Um, and then my dad, this was in the 60s, my dad just goes, Apparently. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Wait, I have a lot of questions. I still have a lot of questions. Yeah. Okay. Ask, ask, ask away. Okay. I, and just answer these questions yes or no. No stories. Yeah. We can do the story after. Up until this person, did your dad identify as heterosexual and only date women? I think so. Okay. He meets this person. What gender did your dad assume they were? Woman. Okay, so he assumed this person was a woman. And you're saying this person was assigned female at birth. Yeah. So he meets a person who was assigned female at birth, who presents female, and he assumes this person's female. Yes. Okay. And then what happens? 
so this person never like transitioned or anything and there was never a, a moment where like this actually became a thing where they were like oh use different pronouns none of that happened however like in retrospect now my dad's been has has said like oh actually i just this person used to tell me i'm not a woman i'm not a woman and as a kid i thought i was a boy this person used to like pack as well do you know what packing is yeah 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 mm-hmm. right. so just for, yeah. but to explain to everybody i'll try yeah. and do a job but but put like a some sort of prosthetic to make it seem like they had a penis okay yes yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah either just a, a pair of socks or like yeah. specific ones that have like outlines and stuff mm-hmm. yeah um but my dad just never thought anything of it. So, like, mm-hmm. th- they just went on um, being married. The other part of this was this person used to say, like, oh, I'm a lesbian. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Or at least, like, I'm into women. And my dad in the 60s was just like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's don't okay. worry about it. Uh-huh, that's fine. Yeah. And then yeah. um, did the when they got married, because you said the person packed, did they start to present as male ever? No. Okay. No. Okay. Never did. And uh, then, so you're saying at a certain point they adopted your pa- your dad and this woman and this person adopted mm-hmm. a Colombian uh, kid. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, your brother. Yeah, and yes. he's older than you. I take it then because this woman, this yes. this person's dead. Yeah. How did this person die? Do you mind saying? Um. Um. They were uh, depressed. And like um and then after that, your dad met your mother. No, but um, they died like, uh, what's it like five, ten years ago? Oh, so they had already broken up. They had already broken, broken up. up. They separated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then did your dad get custody of the your brother or no? Well, they were still very close. Okay. Um, so yeah, I used to see this person like tons as well. Yeah, oh, like at family events yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and then my 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 dad and my mum's separately went to this sort of workshop camp mm-hmm. for people who had been in a relationship with someone who turned out to be gay or bisexual okay. where they met. And then um, I was born from that. Oh, so then you're okay. Wow. There's a lot going on here. So you're, so what's the story with your mom? My mom um, had a long-term relationship of like eight years with a man who was bisexual is bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't. They they didn't get married. This is in the eighties. They didn't get married because the gays couldn't get married. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Um, they were like activists. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, well, they just broke up for like different reasons, not because not because he was bisexual, because obviously that includes that. So then, why did your mom go to a support group if she didn't care? <sighs> That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, maybe. I could imagine that, like, maybe he came out after that, and maybe that was, like, this was also the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> maybe, I don't know, maybe that was difficult. They've, she's never really talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope there's not, like, any really big drama in there, but for some reason she thought it was necessary to go. Yeah. yeah. And and her partner came as well, ex-partner came as well. To what? Yeah. Oh, to that, to to that, that same workshop. Camp. Do you yeah. still see the partner at, at family events? Yeah, 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 we're really close friends. Uh, your parents are just close. He's got with family them. now as well. Yeah. yeah, your parents are just close with their exes. Yeah, yeah. And do you get along with your Colombian brother? Yeah. Is your Colombian brother gay? No, no, straight. As far as I'm aware. Huh? 
I I can't I can't tell. He's my brother. Yeah, I know. I get. It's that. hard to estimate. No, I get that because there are people like when people tell me they're into law and I'm always like, what? Not like no. I'm just like. I, 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 it's, since when is Mike Lawson your your brother? <laughs> it's not, but I've I've known Mike Lawson for twenty years, and same thing with John Paul. I just don't see them that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't see them that way. It's weird though because I don't think it has to do with time. I think it has to do with the kind of relationship you build with somebody. Because I strangely don't see Jay Ellis that way too, and I know all you afterthoughts are just fucking thirsty for her, you know. But I don't see Jay Ellis that way either. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if I know what Jazz looks like. I I have a, an opinion. Everyone always disagrees with me, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay, I think he looks like the dad in one of the family dick videos, the pornos, and he gets really mad and says he does not uh-huh. look like this guy. Uh, but I think he does, and he's never no. He's not going to hear this. He has no interest in Drag Race Hall and says he doesn't listen to the show. But I think he Brilliant. looks like. The drag race, I mean, the family dick guy uh, who who works with uh, whatever the name of that porn star is who looks like he's 11. And, um, you oh, have you, have you ever seen this porn star? He he legit looks 12. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, no, I've, not, never, I've never even heard of family dick. As oh, a, it's, as well, as you can imagine what it all is. Uh, <laughs> what is his name? God, I can't remember his name. I don't know. I have to find him. Okay. okay. Anyway, yeah. let's let's jump into the episode, okay? Yes, let's do it. All right, first things first. Uh, right after uh, Setter Jean's elimination, Abby comes in and she's like, in confessional, not in the room. It's like, oh, thank God I got rid of that bitch. But then she's like, in the workroom, she's like, oh, I'm so sad Setter Jean's gone. It's so sad. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what a fake-ass bitch. What was your opinion on this after the Setter Jean's elimination? That's pretty much all there is, too. And then, yay, envy you once for the third time. We all hate you. I think I think it's possible to have both those emotions and express one in the confessional chair and one in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't so, hear for that. Yeah, but the one thing I will say is she has this mistaken impression that she's a really good lip syncer. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. I Why know. is she saying like she's a good lip syncer? Because she's because, one of the worst. because here's the deal is people who are hot, they think that they get through because that they're really talented. They don't realize that they're keeping her around because she's hot. You know? Yep. Uh that's the problem. Unfortunately. Uh Okay, so there's that. Any other big thoughts here on this on this moment right here? Not really. I think it was interesting they were already talking about Envy just being like, oh my god, I want another one. Yeah. I, I thought it was a fun foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking they've actually done a disservice here because what happened, like, at this point, we're at the stage where if Envy doesn't win, it's it's like it's one of these things that if Envy wins, we're like, yeah, well, we saw this coming from a mile away, like Bob. But if she doesn't win, then there's some sort of rigamorous too. If that makes any sense. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So it's like it, they, they yeah. It was strange how they set it up because they not they didn't even just like let her give gave her they didn't just give her another win. They also talked about if she got another win, mm-hmm. it would be over for everyone else. So they've basically sort of announced it's gonna be over. Like she's just gonna win. Yeah, I know that, but yeah, yeah, that's that. But that's one thing. That's the disservice that they're doing is because 
like she has to be the winner, right? Like as much as we love Mama Queen and Janie JK, Janie JK is the only person that could maybe give her a run for her money, you know? But, um, oh wait, I found Austin. <laughs> I found her. Uh, let me open up this, uh, oh, chat room here. I'm gonna put it in the chat room. There you go. Uh, she's the only one who could, um, uh, give her any sort of challenge. I, I, Mama Queen's been too much in the bottom, but I don't, I need, do you see a world? It, it's very tricky because if Janie JK walks away with this title, uh, it's like, then there's Rigamoris because he's only done okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't think she will. I think we're just, or we already know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. I do actually recognize it's Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, covering the important stuff here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Sorry, yeah. super popular. Uh, but look, he just look 12, yeah. Yeah, well, and, and so in Family Dick, whenever you have a, a, a scene with your dad, right, or your brother, <laughs> or whatever, right, yes. it's always the same actor. So they don't, he won't have a different dad. He'll always have the same dad, or he'll always have the same brother. Oh, so, okay. So the guy yeah. who replaces his dad in Family Dick looks like Jay Ellis. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. What I'm trying to say. But he'll get really mad. Yeah. He gets really, really angry. Okay, let's go to the next day. And they're talking about how there's so few girls. Um, then they do – here's the thing here. Maybe the, maybe this wasn't translated correctly. But they they play that video from RuPaul. Okay? Yeah. And it says, it takes two <clears throat> to do something, right? And they're like, it takes two. Blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to figure out do – do they not get the reference of the Michelle Visage seduction song? Maybe, but like, maybe they were more confused about like what that was going to mean in terms of yeah, a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, because I was like, I, I didn't know they were confused or not or whatever. And then they bring in the pit crew with a bunch of Dutch desserts. Now, this is where you may not remember, but what were these desserts and what made them Dutch? I don't think they were particularly Dutch. One of them was apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know what was that Dutch about it. One of them mm-hmm. was a cheese plate. Yeah. Revolutionary. Yeah. Ne- never there was, shown a, there was some sort, I think Mama Queen had some sort of like pudding. Yeah, like a, a a pudding. I guess that could have been quite Dutch. Do you have like those like so like wobbly puddings where like if you shake it, so like wobbles around? No, you don't. Oh, okay, well, in that case, maybe that is Dutch. It's like, it sounds very, very old fashioned and I don't think I've ever actually had it because What's it, it just sounds disgusting. Grease meal pudding. Okay, wait, because you know RuPaul's gonna sing a song about it. Grease <laughs> <laughs> meal pudding. That stupid peanut butter. Song <laughs> into, like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, and then what was some other dish or some sort of fruit pastry kind of dish? Right. No idea what it was. Oh, so because so they made it seem like, these, like really famous Dutch desserts. No, I don't know what the apple t- apple pie just said it all for me. This yeah. is not actually. Well, you just know, dessert. in the American uh, here in the United States, there is a a, a kind of apple pie, pie called Dutch apple pie. Really? What is the difference? Well, in your traditional American pie, there's a double crust, right? In the Dutch apple pie, now this could come from the Pennsylvania Dutch, the Amish. I think that's why they call it this, right? It is more like a streusel, like a uh, crumble on top. So there's a bottom crust. Yes. 
Yes, those are great. Yeah, th- that is a different type. Yeah. Um, we do have them in the Netherlands as well. So maybe that is a, an originally Dutch thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because here's shocking information that I even told Carlo from Germany. And a lot of Americans don't know this. It's actually really, it's one of my favorite, I have a lot of favorite food, fun, fun food trivia. German chocolate cake is not German and was never meant to be. No, no. This guy whose last name was German (laughs) developed this process from turning chocolate from like bitter to sweet by changing the acid levels. And so that kind of chocolate is called German chocolate but not from the country of Germany because this guy's name was German. And so German chocolate cake is that kind of chocolate, <laughs> that cake, but it's not, has that, even I even told Carly, he's like, we would never put coconut in a chocolate cake, you know? Um, oh, but you don't know. I think it's a very American cake. It's like this. Maybe. Yeah. Is that a specific thing? Okay. I just oh, only yeah. just realized. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a specific kind of cake in the United States called the German chocolate cake, but it has nothing to do with the country of Germany. The guy's name was like, Sam German or something. I don't know what it was, right? And uh, he developed his way of processing chocolate. All right. So that's our fun food facts for today. Uh, then they have to go on this date. His name is, and I'm going to get his name wrong. It's Meek Magnuson. Oh. What did you say? Say it again. Oh, I forgot what he's called. So if I'm if I'm hearing this wrong, I might just like come up with a completely new name. But maybe Meek Mesa. Maybe it was M A R I J N E S S E N. If you say again, M A R I J something S Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is it. That's him. Nick Marijnissen. A fun fact: the current socialist party leader in the Netherlands has the same last name. Oh well, there you go. Fun Dutch fact. From do you think they're related at all? Or is that a very common last name? It's not uncommon, okay. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, so, tell me if I get this right. Maybe, hopefully, the translation got it right. It's called Save the Date, and what's supposed to happen is they're on a date in this premise, and each contestant has gone to the bathroom, and when they come back, he wants to leave, and they have to try and get him to stay, Right. What I don't get, and it's even true for Mama Queen, even though hers was the funniest, quote unquote, it made no sense how they were trying to get him to stay. Yeah, it was a very confusing premise. I don't don't think it was written very well. The premise, it seems to be, because maybe this is what Neek was doing, was that maybe his character doesn't know that they're really a man dressed as a woman, that they don't really know they're a drag queen. But then they're very proud to tell them that he's a, that they that they are men in women's clothing. I'm not sure if that was like that I didn't pick up, up that that was like the main tension in that that they were like drag queens because they were they did like like a, didn't Janie GK just kiss him and stuff? Um, she did kiss him, it, yeah, and then she swallowed that banana whole. But it was like. Look, here's the deal. I often from these challenges try and think, well, how would I do this challenge? And I don't even, that's a, a very specific thing to do where it's like, how do you get, like, if if, if I was on a date and the guy said, I want to go, I would be like, have a genuine conversation with him. And be like, oh, I was having a great, like, 
I don't even know what funny I could get out of that. Yeah, I don't. It was it was a very it felt very confused in terms of where was this going. Mm-hmm. It wasn't clear whether like. Well, this guy was not a good actor either. This guy was no. just like not giving anything. Yeah. Um, just being awkward. Like, what are you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was like the, 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 the intention was like, oh, you're actually convincing him or you're just making things worse. Or like, yeah. where was the sort of the humor going? Mm-hmm. It didn't seem to be setting up for anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have done either. I would have been yeah. completely lost, like everyone. Well, that said, and I though, guess the only, yeah. Yeah. That's it. So Mama Queen wins. Right. And yeah. I, I guess I agree with that. I mean, there's nothing I disagree with, but I just don't, I guess she was the best of the worst, you know? So it, it, it felt like with her acting, it wasn't specifically bad. Yeah. I don't think rubbing pudding on your tits is specifically hilarious. Well, what's funny is later on, they've all gone through this, but she was the one that was the messiest and their family comes in and it's Hans, her dad going like, why the fuck do you have pudding rubbed all over your fucking titties and like just like raspberry jam all over your face? She looked she looked a mess. Was he like, what the fuck just happened? I thought that was so sweet that this this older man was just like so happy to see his kid. Yeah. Even if the kid had lots of like dirty makeup on their yeah. face and yeah. was wearing massive fake tits yeah. and clearly had put some sort of food all over themselves. <laughs> yeah, there's something going on. It's just such a sweet moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now then they so they they, they do the main challenge. Now later in the workroom, we find out that Chelsea has had a and again maybe you can translate this baby, maybe I wasn't reading the translation correct. I'm also taking notes. That Chelsea boy has had a lot of bad luck with dates and now she just doesn't date. Yeah. Right? Which is weird yeah. because she's so fucking hot. Like, what bad luck is she having with dates? You think she's hot? You think Chelsea Boy's hot? Wait, you don't? <laughs> I'm not sure. But maybe well, I'm just too me, annoyed with her. Show me someone famous who used your type. Because you had told me, I figured with your type that you'd like Chelsea Boy's type. Show me someone famous that you think is hot. Okay. Um, I'm, um, okay. Let me think. Or you can just tell me. I think I was, if they're really famous, I can. I guess. I'm just, should I just say like drag queens? Because we'll definitely. Oh, know sure. What, what, sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I liked um, Jocelyn Fox as a boy, as like a relatively specific person. Like, okay. obviously, Pearl's super hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, as like where it veers away a little bit from what like the average person finds hot. Mm-hmm. I thought Jocelyn was like relatively hot. I thought the Vixen, well, the Vixen's obviously also like as almost as hot as Pearl, if not hotter. Did you see in the um, Born to Court Lounge someone put Naomi Small's uh, dick pic? Naomi Small's? Yeah. Oh. I was like, finally, I'm okay. going to see that. Okay, go ahead. It's in the Discord. Go ahead. Aquaria? Oh. He's really hot. Super hot. I think Aquaria's probably like my type the most out of all the queens. Okay. Aquaria yeah, is up there for me. Okay. Did you ever say that you liked Miss Cracker? No. Oh, okay. oh, you know what? I think I did say in All Stars when she was butching it up for CMZ, she was hot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Anyway. Um. Uh, but but so you like a more traditional, like pretty boy? You don't think Chelsea yeah. boy is a pretty boy? There's something about, oh, I don't want to sound harsh, but there's something about a face. Oh, really? Which just looks a little bit, 
I think maybe just the way that she moves that, that I'm not super into. Okay. I could see everything is there. All the ingredients are there for, for me to like mm-hmm. her as a boy. That's how I felt about Blair St. Clair. Ooh. No, but I, in theory, all the elements are there, but then it doesn't work for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's just Same maybe the hair as well. The, way, the hair is a bit ugly. It just ruins it for me. The hair is a problem, but I, you can grow hair out. Yeah. You know? And I sometimes so. I think these queens do their hair for knowing they're going to be on Drag Race. So maybe that would make it easier for the wig to have her hair done like that. And um, I kind of feel like drag queens as boys tend to do weird things with their hair, like, or do weird things in general. Like, I think Blair's a good example, but Farah's an even better example where Farah, it's too late now, but without the plastic surgery is a beautiful man, but has done so much shit to herself with plastic surgery that I'm like, you look like a crazy person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think Blair's done the same thing too. Blair's too young to be having done, but she's like done stuff with her cheeks where she looks like a freaky person now. You know? Yeah. All right. So, um, and Janie says that she gets awkward when she likes someone that even though she's bold, when she actually likes someone, she gets really quiet and shy. Um, yeah. Which I think I'm kind of the same way too, even though Aiden probably just, I was going to say that. Well, yeah. Aiden would disagree. Aiden's always bringing up cases where <laughs> I was not shy at all. Or stuff like that. I think he would think that's very funny that I just said that, but I think I get very shy. Thank you. I think, I think for sort of perform performancey people mm-hmm. like Jane JK, mm-hmm. I, I it resonates res, resonate with me as well, with you as well, probably. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. I don't. Yeah, the thing that you say of like having like showbatans mm-hmm. as like a persona, as it were. Yeah. For for people like us, I think it's just very easy to charm people the first one or two dates or one or two encounters mm-hmm. with like this like look how fun I am because we don't do anything else in our entire yeah. lives. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And probably ginger mm-hmm. kids is the same thing. Yeah. And then actually like at a certain point you need to sort of drop the facade a little bit mm-hmm. and like show someone sort of more vulnerable side. And then suddenly like you're even more exposed because we're not used to like actually showing that vulnerability. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. So the, I, that's what I was thinking about this. I could, I really resonate with this as well. Yeah. You know, I will say I'm often very blinded by people liking me. So like Cameron is a perfect example. Even boyfriends before who be like, I like him. I'm like, what? Aiden. I'm, I was always surprised by too. You know, um, but the thing is, I actually have an opposite problem in that I am good for way more than one or two dates. I just because in my general life, pre-corona, in, in a, a not-corona world, I do fun, interesting things all the time. And I think that's actually what Cameron fell in love with. Because he just loved Circus Joe. That everything that we go is something fun. You know, like, I'm always doing fun, crazy, weird things. And so that was very fun for him. And I think every time he hung out, it was a party. And so... And weird and quirky and bizarre. And so I think that's what he fell in love with, not necessarily the real person. And I think because I don't like to be vulnerable, I hide that with fun. Look at this. Look at distractions. And I don't have to be vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Because it's always going to be fun. We're going to go to Disneyland or now we're going to go to – I remember when Michael was here. I'll be honest with you. 
I don't know if I've ever confessed this on the air. Michael and his boyfriend came to town. Now, Michael, I met sweet Michael through Cameron. Okay. And when Michael was coming to town, well, well, no, we were, Cameron and I were still together when we were planning Michael's trip. And then Cam and I broke up and I got Michael in the divorce. And, um, I was like, I'm going to make this the most fun fucking thing ever. So when Cameron sees this on social media, he will just be so sad. Right. And I intentionally chose things that I knew Cameron would love. And one of them was because he came around Halloween time on Halloween. We went to, there's a weird place in LA. I took Carlo there and he liked it. Actually, we should have talked about that on our show is they put on puppet shows, right? But yeah. like in a weird way. And on Halloween, they did one for adults where they did a scary puppet show and then showed a scary movie. Right. Yeah. And of course I was, I was putting up all over my social media. Michael put up all over social media. And like the next day, Cameron texted and was like, I miss Joe. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, <laughs> 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 my plan worked. <laughs> all right um let's move on out of the maxi challenge when the maxi challenge comes around we meet uh envy peru's mom laura then we meet abby's brother victor we meet uh uh who is that oh uh chelsea boy's friend jacob who is a non-entity we meet jd jk's mom petra and we meet mama queen's father hans uh, in the workroom, though, as they're getting to know each other, Rihanna Von Dorst comes in. Lesbian superstar, Rihanna Von Dorst. I'm going to tell you something before we say What was your thoughts? On, now, you're used to her because she's very famous, correct? She's mid-famous, I'd say. Okay. And I actually really liked her. I'm a, a little sad that she doesn't know drag more because I would like her. I would, have her, I would rather have her than Nikki Plesson. 100 percent yeah she's so naturally funny so charismatic Mm -hmm. actual part of the community which would be brilliant to have someone um so quick so like personal like really resonate with like her and all the 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 queens just like got along well she knew how to like get to the family members she was brilliant what's funny is and i wonder why this is they have not really had fred do any substantial table visits um but rihanna von doris did and this would have been usually a RuPaul thing. And she was very good at it and had real conversation. It felt like you were listening to a real conversation. Didn't seem like it was something you were hearing for the camera. I thought she was fantastic, but I wonder why they don't use Fred for those things that often. If he does, he just stops in for like a half second and is just out. I think what Fred's skills are, are mm-hmm. sort of the show person. So mm-hmm. She does that side of RuPaul mm-hmm. really well, I think. I think because of his reputation as like this sort of funny, sassy gay man, he might not be taken as seriously. And actually that might not even be part of his skill set. Maybe that's a stereotype, but like mm-hmm. I actually think she is a bit one dimensional. And, and in all fairness, this often happens. They could have filmed table visits and they were just so not good. They just didn't use them. I could totally see that. I could yeah. totally see that. Because yeah. they have sometimes shown like very quick, like under a minute where she's walked through and they show her like fooling around with it. But you don't actually see like here is a conversation between Fred and this drag queen. And maybe she's just not yeah. good at, at interacting with them or anything like that. She interacts with them. As I a wouldn't group. be surprised. Yeah, she interacts with them as a group, 
but I, you rarely see her interact with them individually in a personal way. If it's not for a challenge. Yeah. All right. Uh, she does call out mama queen for her portrayal of her on snatch game, which was very funny. And, um, yeah. mama says she chose her because they have the same personality and envy was a little shady. There <laughs> was like, well, Brianna Van Dorse is very funny. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then they go to the table visits. Now the first one up is mama queen. We learned that, um, Hans was always accepting, of Mama Queen. In fact, from a very young age, she was like, I want to be a girl. And they were like, okay. Uh, and that there was never even a coming out because Mama just was like, I just dress like this. And, um, but that he sees himself as more traditional, but very accepting. Did you have any thoughts here on this table visit with Rihanna Van Dorst? I thought it was really nice to, to see Mama, um, talk about like weighing up, like, am I going to live freely, but mm-hmm. with more risk or am I going to like, change myself be less happy but have less risk i don't know it was, it was nice to see and also um you could see sort of the worry in this hans's um eyes mm-hmm. and the way he talked about her i it felt a bit heavy like th- this whole connection between the two of them whilst it was really sweet and really great to see it like a, a dad on the show that mm-hmm. felt it felt like there was a heaviness mm-hmm. where I don't think it was actually necessarily that easy yeah. for her to come out in this. Maybe, well, she didn't come out, but I think, I think the parents might've been really, really heavy and actually in a way also be sort of, cause this, this dad just couldn't stop talking about like, Oh, it's going to be so hard for you. We're just so brave. It's so hard. It's so brave. Think- I worry about them. Um, and this is sort of a stereotype of people in Northern Europe. Do you think it could be one of these things where it wasn't necessarily accepting, even though they both use the term as just, we're just not going to talk about this. And so it's weird to have the dad there actually confronting this. Cause it, 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 no, I think, yeah, go ahead. I think this is actually, um, this was like sincere. I think it was a, a general acceptance, maybe like, yeah, I think actually that's true. I had like a relatively similar situation where my parents was just so glad when I had long-term relationships. They were just so happy that I wasn't going to be like living a gay life because they're just so worried I was going to get HIV. HIV. <laughs> they never explicitly said that, but that's what I'm sort of assuming is, is going on. I think for sort of our Dutch version of Christmas. Mm-hmm. The first time after I came out, they like bought me like a massive box of like extra strong condoms. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have a yeah. feeling that if we really tap into your life, there's a lot going on. You're so let me say yeah. you're saying how old were you when this happened? Nineteen. So you're saying when you're nineteen, one of your Christmas presents was an extra large box of very strong condoms. Yes. Did you yes. make it through the entire box? Um no. Okay. I don't think I ever used it even. Because you're a whore and you bareback, or because <laughs> no, no, um, maybe I used a couple. I had, a, I had a, a my first boyfriend. We, I can't believe I'm talking about this on the air, but yeah. So first boyfriend, I think we had like in all time. So maybe we used con- like those condoms then, but I think he might have just had his own. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that, maybe I. 
I'm not sure. I had like uh, some varying partners, but never like really in. I'm not sure. I'm not really about like doing in on a, on a one night stand or like a first date or whatever. So much effort. Well, look, here's the deal. And, uh, maybe I'm telling tales out of school, but again, Aiden doesn't listen to Drag Race Holland is Aiden and I have talked about this. And one thing he's been worried about was he's not, and this is something that gay men, we need to start. We as gay people, we get to choose our family, but we also get to choose how we have sex. And we need to talk about more because I've had, I've gone on many speeches about this. Is I think, okay. I think we as gay men learn a lot about sex from pornography, which is nothing necessarily wrong about that. But the problem is gay pornography up to this date is based on a heteronormative model. So it follows sort of the way that heterosexual pornography is where in heterosexual pornography, it's like, some blowjobs, some pussy eating, maybe a little, uh, you know, something. And then the guy fucks the girl. He comes on her at the end, right? Yeah. Whereas a lot of gay pornography is blowjobs, ass eating, fucking the guy, coming on the guy, right? And yeah. so I think there's this mistaken belief that, uh, oh, well, this is how gay people are supposed to have sex. But we can have sex and that can mean whatever we want it to mean. And um, if that means that, you know, you just, you just do mutual masturbation, well, that's how you have sex. If it just means blowjobs and making out, that's what you do. And uh, it doesn't have to be anal sex unless that's what you want, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's what you're kind of trying to say is that maybe you're not that into. And I'm noticing that, by the way, with I feel like the younger people are learning to accept that more, that I'm just really not that into it. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. Like whenever, whenever it, like it does happen, it's like, oh, I remember now why it was special and why it's so like, it is like an extra level, but it's just so much effort, no, isn't no, it? No, you're right. It's just so hard, so complicated. Like it just, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's something you could just do on a daily. No, that it's actually one of the things I've been very encouraged about. You're actually saying the same thing. It's like, not that you, but you don't have to have anal sex every time you have sex, right? A. Yeah. B is, I saw this great thread on Reddit and I was like, go young people in that there's now, not necessarily a tie, a, a turning the tide against huge dicks, but like gays saying like, they're pretty to look at and to touch, but if we're going to do anal, I don't want a big dick inside of me, you know? Yeah. It requires Absolutely. a lot of preparation. It's super painful. And I want to be able to not wear a diaper when I'm 50, you know? So. I don't, I don't understand the diaper thing. Who? Okay. never mind. Sorry. Let's move well, on. yeah, yeah. I think you'd have to have a lot of sex, but like, I'm sure this Austin Young could be wearing a diaper. I think I have from doctor friends heard that like gay men, especially who had a lot of anal sex, they, they, they basically, they lose the control of their muscle to hold in their, yeah. Cause it's so stretched wow. out. Mm-hmm. So they have to wear like diapers and stuff like that because they can't hold in their poo. Is that just people who got fisted a lot? I don't know. I feel skeptical I don't about know. It. I'm like a virgin back there, you know? Okay. But, uh, but yeah, but it's something that like I've, had to have talks with Aiden about, about how like that doesn't have to be what we do. We can just do whatever we want, you know? Yeah, totally. And that, that's, that's totally fine. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So let's go to Abby. Now, Abby only talks to Victor. There's a lot more to this story that we're not getting. 
Um, he says his mom doesn't really get it. And that he, I think, has written a letter to people. Was he the one that wrote the letter? Or was it Envy that wrote the letter back home? That was Envy, I think. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, so like, Abby only talks to Victor. But does Victor live in Holland now? I think so, because he speaks Dutch, right? Oh, he does? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember paying attention. So, like, it's weird yeah. that a lot of these families then move to Holland. Uh, and then uh, Chelsea Boy, we literally get one second with, but just that Jacob was always sort of more masculine and this guy must have been so boring so boring i think he he gave me quite a druggy vibe it just oh, seemed really? like a gay man in amsterdam who takes a lot of drug he was like oh just like very with the go with the flow yeah. it's like oh this guy's just taking so much drugs instead of having a personality yeah it, uh yeah. envy her mom wasn't accepting at first very brave of her to say that but then she became accepting and then envy told her family per when her dad who initially had denied being uh, Envy's father, uh, then started to accept him and said, I accept you because I don't want to lose you for another 18 years. By the way, we see pictures of Envy and I'm like, without that stupid hair, Envy's pretty hot. I don't like this dumb hair on her. And she died. Well, I think it's kind of cool that she dyes it gray, apparently. That seems yeah, fun. That's fun, but it's not styled well. There's a lot of hairstyle yeah. problems in Holland with Jamie. I think she and might. Envy. Have you ever met like really attractive people who just like dumb it down as it yes. were? Like they like they deliberately make themselves less attractive because yeah. it's just hindering their lives. It seems like that's what she does. I feel Johnny Depp used to do that. Now he just looks like a crazy person, but I feel like when young Johnny Depp used to do that, and young Johnny Depp was unstoppably hot, like like unbelievably hot, where you're like, I'm with whatever this is, right? Now he looks like a monster. But uh, at the time, he was like very, very hot. Okay, next we have Janie Jacquet. Now, I have a question here. Where's yeah. Janie from? Fallen Dom. Okay. I want you to talk to me about this because then this comes up. He, she, he, she says she's from Fallen Dom with uh, her mom, and Rihanna's like, oh, that's like another world. And I go, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, why is this like another world? So it's a. So very well known nationwide because it produces a lot of singers. Okay. Um, so that's why she was. That's her snatching character was from Volendam as well okay. because there's like this entire family of like singers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like a really traditional, conservative fishing town. Okay. And that was relatively close to Amsterdam. Okay. It's very different culturally. Also, the Catholic. I. Th- Think okay. like a sort of small bubble of Catholicism in the north, which most of Catholicism is sort of more in the um, southern areas mm-hmm. of the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So I think because it's like a smaller bubble of Catholicism, they're also a bit more intense about it. Okay. Um, and quite a small town, known to be a small town, very proud to be a small town. Yeah, and just very very conservative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. very like they vote very right wing. Um, okay, so it's basically in Los Angeles, like the version is Orange County is right side of Los Angeles, and that's where LA is very. Di- like, you wouldn't know this, but like, but Orange County, California, where I lived for a very long time, is known for being very conservative, and it's right next to. Is that there. rich? Is that rich conservative people? Yes. Yeah, so this would be different. It's more cultural conservative people, if that makes sense. Not necessarily rich, so maybe like low middle class, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, more religious. So it'd be more like the, 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 like the South here in the U S like the sort of Bible belt yeah. South. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, more Bible Belt. But although maybe not as religious, but more sort of culturally Bible Belt. Maybe yeah. like small town Wisconsin. Let me ask you a question. Do you think they like this Trump in Wollandum? I think you're going to be hard pressed to find a lot of Trump supporters in anywhere in Western Europe. Um, but I think if like nationwide approval of Trump would be around 10%, maybe there would be 30%. Okay. But they, they definitely vote for, for the, the Dutch equivalents of Trump. Have you ever, uh, found any Trump? Uh, MAGA people over there in England, like uh, the other people who are fans of this Nigel Farage and Boris Johnson, would they like Trump? Um, I think Britain again, because because Britain maybe is just not as conservative as as the, the US. People are slightly less likely to like him, and also there's this maybe there's more of an idea of decorum and like being polite and stuff in Britain is, is maybe a bit more important. So that makes him because he's so brash is almost a nice word for it. Um, but don't you? I think, think that I, makes him very unpopular. I had this conversation the other day with somebody about um, there's this like fronting, if you will, that they do in England. They go, oh, that's so polite, but then they do really kind of wicked things. But and the, like the way I felt like this Meghan Markle was treated, when I thought like there's like a racism that's underneath, even though they've been polite. And like I remember there was a thing that came out like showing how like. Kate Middleton would do the exact same thing and think, oh, yay. And then Meghan Markle would do like, oh, maybe I thought these black people do it in the US, but blah, 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 blah. You're like, holy shit, where it's a little bit more, the racism in the US is a little more behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Though, like, Nigel Farage's part, like, the whole entire, like, the main cultural issue has not even, has been sort of a polite, the sort of polite words have been found for it, like, leaving the EU rather than we need to get all the Muslims out of the country, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Because even the EU is about immigration, but you can sort of frame it as, oh, it's about our independence. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And what, and what I was saying last week as well, being living in Britain is a bit easier as, as like a really out game man, mm-hmm. because it seems like people are maybe more conservative, but they won't tell you to your face as much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, to yep. get back to the show, uh, now he also came out when he was very young, but it was hard on him, which again, maybe because you're seeing in a very conservative part of the Netherlands. And then his dad passed away, wasn't accepting at first, but as he realized he was dying, became much more accepting of it. And it seems to really have affected Janie. Uh, all right. It's elimination day and we see the men, uh, have shaved in yes. the ponds and, uh, Jacob have shaved. Uh, Envy's mom, we learn, always wore high heels, even when cooking and cleaning. And uh, they do a high heel walk and then some basic conversation about how they feel in the makeup chair. Anything that struck out to you here in the Elimination Day? I just thought it was so sweet to see the parents talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because like, Janie's mom was just like, had clearly given been given some instructions from the producers, bring this up. And she's yeah. doing it really well. She was like, but I think I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. Which is very sweet. <laughs> I loved it. She was adorable. I really liked her. Oh, you liked Petra. Yes. Uh, okay, over on the main stage, we see Fred, and he introduced Nikki Pleasant, who cares about her. And then who is this woman that won? Is it, how do you say her name? Louisa? Uh, Loisa, I Loisa think. Lamers? Yeah, Loisa Lamers. Loisa I think, Lamers. yeah. And she's a, what's funny is on my first viewing, I didn't know she was, I must have been looking at something and I missed the thing that she was trans. Uh, mm-hmm. But she had just been on America's Next Top Model and won. So, yeah. um, 
I was floored. I never, I know there's not a compliment or an insult. It was just, I yeah. was just a second. I'm like, what? I never picked up on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I'm know, not sure what like. I know it's not. I know it's not, but I still have to bring it up. And I, and I do mean it in a complimentary way. I know, and I know that's problematic what I just said. I'm just telling you, I missed it the first time and the end. Okay. Thank yeah. You. I think I think it can be a little bit troublesome because you don't want to think about trans people in you don't want that to be like the main thing you think about trans people. I was like, oh, no, do they You're right. You're right. But I agree with you. She's 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 uh, very beautiful and feminine. I guess. That's yeah, I can see that. I think all people trans she people won. are feminine. I don't know what you're trying to say, Hilka, because I think all trans people are feminine. I wouldn't judge people's femininity. I don't think and all trans people are feminine. How about trans men? Okay. You're not going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about the runway. The first one we have are Abby and Victor. They are the Mortal Kombat sisters. Uh, category is, by the way, we are family. Um, what uh, what were your thoughts here on the Mortal Kombat sisters? I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. I thought I thought they looked both of them looked looked great. I thought uh-huh. it was conceptually maybe not the most interesting i've ever seen but it was definitely a look it was definitely coordinated really well they had a lot of fun with it it was just uh-huh. very nice to see like two brothers have so much fun together uh-huh. and like just really playing with it it just seemed very fun i really liked it all right very good next we have down the road we have emma uh, i'm sorry envy peru and her mother laura called la mama la mama uh what were your thoughts here on um on that look i thought it was adorable i thought it was super fun i like Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really cute. I don't know if the looks underneath the llamas were super interesting or mm-hmm. like absolutely gorgeous. I'm not sure I would have given it to her in terms of that look, but it was definitely great and it was definitely fun. All right, very good. Next, we have Janie Decay and her mother Petra. They were Queen Mother, was the name of that look. Your thoughts here? I thought they were really gorgeous. Yes, it yeah. was a little bit old fashioned. I could see. How maybe that was a little bit boring. I don't see how she was bottom two. Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes the producers do things where they're like, we need to get rid of this person and we need to, that's like, for instance, that's what I think the original logic was in season nine when they put Valentina up against, you know, Bonina Brown. They're like, we need to get rid of Nina. Let's have Valentina do it. And then she didn't know her fucking lines. And they're like, okay, you gotta go. Yeah. But I think they were like, okay, Janie Jacquet is the one to send Chelsea home. She can do it. Uh, next we have Chelsea, uh, boy and her pal Jacob. They did Mars Takes Over. And what was your thoughts here? I've never seen, have you seen that? I know there's a, a movie called Mars Attacks. Maybe they translated to Mars Takes Over in, uh, uh, in, in, in the Netherlands. Let me see. Mars Takes Over. I've never heard of a movie called that though. Maybe yeah. it was just badly translated. Maybe it was just, I have, I feel like I have heard them. I did hear them say Mars attacks. Yeah. Oh, did they? Oh, oh okay. So they, maybe the tra- the translation called it Mars takes over. So the okay. name of the movie is Mars attacks. Okay. Yeah. It had like a 1960s sci-fi vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was really ugly actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, like the, the dresses were kind of cool. I could see that yeah. being kind of cool. And they're obviously really well co- coordinated, but in mm-hmm. a, in a very, obvious way yeah. almost in a like uh-huh. we just put on the same sort of like uh-huh. halloween thing something uh-huh. something like that um i thought it, it felt a bit gimmicky 
I thought the makeup was really poorly done comparatively. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a bad makeup job, but compared mm-hmm. to the other queens, the makeup, I don't know what Chelsea did with, cause she had like this purple eyeliner mm-hmm. with this bright red lip. Yeah. And it just, the colors didn't really match each other. Her face looked really naked. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'd never noticed that on her before. Cause I think normally she has like really adventurous makeup styles that go with like this really cool adventurous look. But it, when we just got a look at her face with like normal makeup between records, um, mm-hmm. it was just not nothing to ha- write home about. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, I actually, it, this is, I, I feel this about all the looks, but for some reason, this look in particular, made me really think it was how did this work? Were the outfits provided for them or like something had to happen where it's like, either they know that who, which of their, like maybe they, they were just lying, which is actually seems more likely and pretended not to know that these relatives are coming or uh, they actually were given like, choose somebody who you would want to come over and then pick an outfit for them because how would they already have an outfit made for them? You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think they must have, they must have even like to, to convince those family members, they must have, the producers must have even used the queens to be like, oh, can you get your dad to come? Yeah, that's what I'm saying because, yeah. and then they pretended to be like, what? Oh, what? This is so shocking that they're here. And you're like, is it though? Because, like the acting was slightly better than when they pretended to know who this guy in the mini challenge was. Okay. Well, that's why I'm saying, or did they give them the looks, which again, isn't, you you, you don't think so. So so you're saying, huh? Go ahead. I think the reason that they can act the surprise is just because they're just probably really happy to see their family members after such a stressful time. You would probably just be just as excited. Yeah. Um, And genuinely just really happy to see them. I think that's what sort of happened. Because yeah, so, we never saw them so anything, did we? Yeah, because this look, I was like, this is the look you brought? Like, I was just mm-hmm. like, it was just very, very, very strange to me. Uh, all right. And finally, we have Mama Queen and her, uh, her father, uh, Hans. And the name of theirs was Birth of a Mother. What were your thoughts on this look? The look was nothing too special. I liked the as of the bellies. I thought mm-hmm. that was fun. The pregnancies. Yeah. Um, it was nothing too interesting. It just looked like your random drag queen on the, out on the street trying to sell you drink tickets. Um, but it, but it, in a weird kind of way, if Mama Queen, you know, Envy and Janie JK, they had an advantage because they had um, cisgendered women as their models, so they just dress them in that. Uh, and then uh, Chelsea Boy had a gay man, and then Abby had a boy that looked almost exactly like him and the same size and everything like that. So he could just give her one of her outfits, you know? And then, um, so Mama also had the toughest challenge. You had this very older man who's very much a man that she had to make into a drag queen. And so yeah, she had a harder challenge in front of her. Yeah. I think maybe that made it harder, but also the payoff was a lot bigger. Yeah. Because just to see this this really tall older man yeah. just in drag, walking around, see the whole transformation, I think it was more impactful because of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have, if that wasn't the case, if this was just with like her sister or something, mm-hmm. like her like really pretty sister, mm-hmm. I think um, 
it would have been actually quite a bad look, not that interesting. Mm-hmm. I think she will, she might have been bottom two, but right now, because with this situation, because it was so impactful to see that difference, I think that made it really cool and interesting, and that I think kept her out of the bottom two. But I don't think if she had a sister that she would be in the bottom two because she could get more adventurous with her and look. Envy couldn't do a llama look with her dad. She could have. You think so? I think. I mean, she just would have had to buy like a slightly bigger llama. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. On the judges panel, when he actually speaking up, when we get to Mama and Hans, the judges get really emotional. What do you think? They're why were they so emotional? What do you think was going on here? Everybody was so emotional during this. I think it was really beautiful to see this dad just being so protective and mm-hmm. so open and just despite his like strong masculinity, be open to this experience, share with his child mm-hmm. and show this love. And I think it was just like such a, I, I found it quite emotional as well. Oh, you got kind of emotional I thought it was as really well. nice. Yeah. yeah. But this dad like reminded me a lot of my own dad as well. So oh, like, did he? Yeah. I could totally see my dad do the same thing as well. Which would have been so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really sweet. Um, yeah. I could see, I could see why they were crying. Yeah. Here's my question. Yeah. The tapes are due in the same day. Are you, you can only apply to one. Are you applying for Drag Race UK? Or are you applying for Drag Race Holland? UK, 100%. Oh, really? Because one, RuPaul's on it. Okay. Two, true. the queens are way better. Uh-huh. Three, I live here. Uh-huh. Four, um, the, the audience is way bigger. Yeah. Production's way better. There's five already. Mm-hmm. Six. Um, I think the queens are a lot more interesting a lot better and well maybe that's not good maybe like i want to yeah. stick around a little bit longer but yeah well i don't necessarily like the thing is i think it would be really cool to be on drag race but i'm not going to stick stick around very long i don't think i'm like that high level drag queen i don't necessarily want to prof- be a professional drag queen either like mm-hmm. let's say i get to the top three and I, I i get the opportunity mm-hmm. that would never happen but like i get the opportunity to like make a career out of this i'm just taking the spot for someone who might actually want to do that and yeah. and would really enjoy it. Whereas I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm going to like work with numbers again after this. I'm going to be a data analyst. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't yeah. want to be a professional drag queen. I don't think so. I've been rejected for a lot of jobs recently, so I would consider it now, but um, otherwise I don't think it would be my dream job. No. Interesting. I don't, now's not the time to get into it. These queens are thirsty for any kind of work at all. There's nothing, you know. Um, all right, let's go to the Untucked Lounge where Janie and Envy hug it out. Mama praises her dad and Janie gets emotional. And uh, the queens acknowledge that she's finally showing some vulnerability. What are your thoughts here, uh, Hilka? Oh, I said a lot, a lot of L there. Hilka? 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 Hilka. Yeah, Hilka? don't worry. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. Um I at this episode is where I where I fell in love with Janie, oh, and I really? think maybe it had to do with that vulnerability a little bit, but also with the great lip sync. Um, I think she looked great. Her mum really here as well to see her her mum like be so loving mm-hmm. with her child. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, it made me fall in love with her, and I think that vulnerability was a part of it. Yeah. yeah. All right, back on the main stage, Envy Peru wins. Uh, Mama Queen just skates by based on the strength of her mini challenge. But in the bottom two, we have Janie Jacquet and Chelsea Boy, and they have to lip sync for their lives. The song is 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. 
Chelsea messes up right in the beginning, forgets to sing the first line or so, and then she loses her wig, which what's up with that? And so it made it very easy to do what they probably wanted to do anyway. And Chelsea boy is told to sashay away. He'll got any final thoughts on the episode. Have all your notes been shared? Yes, I had one more thing. Yeah. One thing that was quite after last week and the whole judging, which was felt a little bit off and a little bit potentially homophobic slash transphobic. Mm-hmm. I think they must have made like some very last minute changes to the episode. I don't know oh, if you really? remember, but in the like preview for next episode last week, yeah, it was the scene where Nikki tears up and goes like, it's just so nice to see you as a dad be there for your. And then she uses sort of the gendered form for like your child. I won't repeat it because, and I was like, oh, that's not good. Wait, what, what do you mean good. the gendered form for your child? Be like, oh, like if it was in Spanish, it would be your hijo, you know? So you're, you're, yes, so like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so she used it. Uh, um, you don't have to say it. So like in Spanish, it would be the other, the opposite of daughter, let's say. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh, that better not be about Mama Queen. I hope mm-hmm. that's not about Mama Queen because we've literally last episode mm-hmm. heard Nikki like be a bit dodgy on non-binary stuff and not be super aware of things. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh God, this is going to happen. And Nikki's going to like, even in this really emotional moment, mm-hmm. misgender Mama Queen. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not going to happen. I hope that's not going to happen. And yeah. guess what? They use the exact same line, but you can hear the cut in the audio. Oh, and so really? And suddenly it's like to see you be here for your child oh really- interesting no i think a hundred percent you're correct that is so interesting well you know that um was it setergine that came out this week with a statement about the oh, episode really? oh yeah yeah he came i think it's in the drag race holland uh discord where setergine came out with a statement there's they often post them now i'm glad you can see it they often post things in here um, that's Mama Queen. They often post things in here that would be good in the show. I don't see them until too late. Um, maybe it was somewhere else, but Cedricine made a statement where she yeah. essentially was like, "Look, I went home. I thought I was pretty strong. I can't believe I went home after one time." But also was very politely saying that the judges don't know what they're fucking talking about, and that and that she hopes that by the next um uh time they do drag race holland that they can go to a few drag shows kind of insinuating yeah. they're not very experienced in drag they haven't really seen drag which is true because i will say now i can't speak for what your opinion was going back to setergine the kermit and miss piggy and that this could be a drag race problem the kermit and miss piggy drag it may not have been the most couture beautiful look but you would see that sort of stupidness at a drag show and it would be love people would go crazy and like it right it would kill it would yeah. kill. And so it is good drag. It may not be couture and, you know, fashion forward, but it is drag and it does fit the challenge. And I think they just hadn't been to a lot of drag shows, you know. Completely. Yeah. So. No, 100%. I agree. I think what she said is like, I hope next time, um, it'd, be, it'd be shocking if you found out how many drag shows these people have been to. Because clearly, this Nikki Plesson has never seen drag her entire life yeah it doesn't seem like she does but they, they, but they have her do you think is she really fred's friend or i assume so uh-huh I, they don't have that great banter not being rude but like they're pretending they're like really having like really witty banter but they're, uh-huh. they're not they're not like what was it like oh she goes 
oh yeah, perfection can be a bit boring. And then Fred goes, oh, so do you think I'm boring? And then she takes like a full minute to re-explain the entire joke. Oh my God. Because you are not perfect. (laughs) So stupid. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Any other final thoughts on this episode, Hilka? No, that was it. All right. Well, let's call it a day there. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Drag Race Recap Holland. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of Drag Race Holland. Until then, for Hilka Friesendorp and myself. Come on, you know. You... I could, okay. okay. And how do I, let me see. What do I do wrong? Da? Da? Okay. That's hot. That's the best. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Adios. We'll see you next week. <laughs>